look to that steel. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. They said we would never be back. Nick, you would never guess who tried to stop us from being back this week. Who, Brett? Well, I think I tried to stop us from being back because I nearly fell off the bar stool when I found out you were supporting Matt Rife. <laughs> that makes absolutely no sense. How did this happen? You've got to tell me. Oh, man, I don't know. I, it was so weird. I just, uh, Matt Rife, years ago, like oh, probably a year ago or over a year ago, just started following me, but he wasn't big then. Right. It was only on like, I think, I think he told me it was on 100,000 followers or something. Yeah. And he just sent me a message every now and then going, oh, man, I love your clips. So funny. And then, yeah, and then like two or three weeks ago, he sent me a message. He goes, man, I'm coming to Australia. Are you, are you cool to jump up at these ch- Melbourne shows? And I'm like, yeah, but like my wife and I thought it might have been a bot. Oh. You know I mean? <laughs> we thought, oh, maybe it's a bot or maybe it's one of his, maybe he's just leading us on or whatever. And I didn't hear from him. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to follow this up. I'll, you know, he's a busy guy. You know what I mean? And then I was like, uh, and then we went to our friend's birthday party. Yeah. And I'm like five beers deep. And then he messaged me. He goes, yeah, oh, man, you still good to do these shows? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Is it, wasn't goes, it the same night? Yeah, yeah. He goes, uh, we'll be there in <laughs> half an hour. So I rocked up to Hamer Hall. And uh, yeah, it was wild. <laughs> The Nick Capper effect. I couldn't understand because I messaged you. I was like, how the fuck did you this happen? He's like, oh, I wanted Melbourne's best looking comedian to support me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, fuck off, can't. Yeah. But I, I couldn't, like, I was like, I saw you at like, Hammer Hall. I was like, I saw you just before that. Normally you'd mention something if you're yeah, supporting, yeah. like, Doug Sanhope, which you've done before or things like that. I was like, I don't understand how this has happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He's uh, Yeah, he's a fan. <laughs> He's a fan of the tractor-loving <laughs> Bush Big Nick Capper. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, no, he, 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 like every now and then he'll always comment on if, my If you haven't clips. seen who Matt Rife is, Matt Rife is like a, a comedian from America who's massive, but he's also a very good-looking man. Yeah, yeah. Like he's a very handsome comedian. He's very controversial and, yep. uh, yeah, I was trying to like, you know, when you – I was more like I didn't care about the money or the gig. I just wanted to see the world. Of someone that's that famous. Yeah. I, I, I got to look into that world. Well, that was my first question to you. I said, dude, what did the fucking audience look like? Because that would, that's my, I'm like, all right. What? Oh, man, picture, um, <laughs> picture everyone that listens to the flat stick and their wives. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, just like, oh, no, no, probably flat stick people are comedy astute uh, people. But, man, it was like the people, people you'd probably see at the Royal Easter show. Really? Uh, yeah, I yeah. thought, see, I thought it'd be a sea of, like, women who were, like... It was a sea of women. We're yeah, a sea of women so who were, like, just wanted to root the shit out oh, of Oh, man, there was. Yeah, there was, like, so, so many, so much cleavage. Like, it was fucking crazy. And even though I, ha- I like, I'm not blowing my own horn here, it's easy. Like, a, a gig like that is easy. Yeah, because you know, theatres are easy. Three, the you- only thing you've got to remember is to look to the third tier. Well, when we do our comedy shows, we normally don't have to worry about the no, third that's tier. It. Yeah, 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 man. No, that's we, it. We, we barely have to worry about the first tier. Oh, man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, two minutes in, I was like, oh, hang on, you got to look up, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they had a stool there, and I'm like, why am I not walking past the stool? Walk past the stool. Like, I was, like, kind of back 
like deep inside. Ah. Um, but yeah, but yeah, man, even though I was crushing it, like absolutely having a blinder, I could still see like 10 to 20 women in the audience like, we're not. Like, we don't like this. We, 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 we didn't come here for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the, the support. Get the, get, the, get the stinker off. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 man. Yeah, it was, it was, oh. it was pretty, pretty insane. And someone like that, you're kind of trying to see. You're like, oh, what's the persona like? Oh, are they going to be a prima donna? You're kind of looking for things. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I honestly couldn't fault the guy. He was the nicest dude ever. Oh, that's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I, think- I like that he, like, from, you know, because he's fucking got millions of followers and all this yeah, shit. Yeah. But, like, remembered something from five years ago and, like, oh, that bloke lives in Melbourne. I'll yeah. get him up. Yeah, man, no. And he would have had his own crew as well, wouldn't he? He had a couple of sports or? Well, that's the thing. He had his supports. Like, he had this guy, Jackson McQueen, who was so funny. Like, real. Like, they were all funny. Like, Alex was funny as well. The MC, he was really good. But, like, um, they said they were so broke that they all used to sleep in the same bed in the hotels. Oh, really? <laughs> they could only afford one hotel. They said around over, just over a year ago, Jackson and Matt couldn't sell 50 seats in Vegas. Really? Yeah. Now they're touring the world. With Matt Rife. Well, yeah. Matt, Matt couldn't sell 50 tickets. Matt's couldn't sell 50 tickets in Vegas. A year ago? Yeah, over a year ago. And now yeah. he's like one of the he, – he would sell out theater, like stadiums and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like they're on a year world tour. <laughs> Guys, there's hope for us yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're still living in each other's bed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, but that's by choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's, that's purely yeah, a sexual that, thing. That's purely yeah. a sexual thing. Yeah, yeah. That. I yeah. mean, yeah, ups- <laughs> Sorry, that actually got me a good one. <laughs> Sometimes you make me laugh, Nick, um, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, it was a crazy experience. Man, just to see, like, security and uh, everything like that. And you realise it's like the guy says controversial stuff, but you realise that's a new type of comedian. Right. Because they just... I, I I don't know too much about. I've, I've seen a few clips, but he's like, yeah. isn't he? Is he a little bit anti woke or something? Or a little bit of that, I'd yeah. say. But it's weird because it's not in his personality, which is uh, which makes me think that I think the American way sometimes is like you create like a product. Yeah, that'd be like because you and I just do what we want. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whereas they're like, fuck, I I, I I'm broke. I'm or whatever. I'm gonna create this product. Right, because I did listen yeah. to something that, um, and I don't know the bloke, so I don't want to speak yeah, out of yeah, turn because yeah. it's not fair, fucking fair or whatever. But I did listen to a, a podcast, um, where, like a clip came up, yeah. and it was Jess Winnick talking about yeah. Matt Rife. And what he said was, he was like, Matt Rife had created such this audience, you know, that, and, you know, like, which was like maybe heavily female orientated yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then he, he's trying to, he's trying to step away from that a bit as well. He's trying to become like, who's that other dude? What's his name? Um, that got uh, booted from uh, SNL. Uh, um, Shane Gillis. He's trying to become a little bit more like more of the Gillis path yeah, and trying to get yeah. more of a bit of a blokey audience yeah, yeah, by yeah. saying a few more things that are controversial, maybe a bit out of his house to yeah. try and turn the audience. But I think Jess, when said a good thing, he's like, man, it's like, dude, you've created this awesome thing over here. Like, maybe stay in that lane as well. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. So maybe he's just, you know, when you, you, yeah, well, the dude's you gotta, get pigeonholed, you're like, you're trying to want to step out of it a bit. Look, but like the, the dude, uh, he's uh, way more successful than me and yeah. everything like that. But yeah, I would, I would rather stay with the, 
female audience. Man, I, I say this. I say this. I we, would much rather we, why he would pivot that way. Well, yeah, we really yeah. fucked flat stick making it male orientated because yeah, yeah. women audiences are way better because number one, they're organized. Number two, they buy tickets. Number three, they drag four of their mates. If you go to a Velvo comedy festival show, yeah. it's sold out months in advance. They bought yeah. 17 bottles of Prosecco. They're the yeah. best audience in the world. You come to like a dude audience of like four guys scratching their nuts talking oh, about man. BJJ. I don't know how many times I've been at like Adelaide Fringe or Perth Fringe and stuff and some fucking dude in a, I don't know, in a shirt that he bought from off your tree will run up to me. He goes, oh, Nick Kappa. Oh, man, I'm your biggest fan. And I'm like, oh, cool. He's like, are you in town at the moment? I'm like, yes. <laughs> Every time. And he's like, I'll see you there. And then they're, they're not there. They never they're come there, there. man. Yeah. Whereas, like, if if the female audience love you, they're like, they've got it in their calendar. They yeah. bought tickets. When, oh, it's four, I get 20% off. I'll drag three of my mates. I should have probably asked him that. I was like, why this pivot, man? Because this is the life. Yeah. Like, you know, we're like... Yeah, it was so, it's so crazy. But, man, it was so funny. Uh, when I first got there, I was watching everybody walk in, and there, <laughs> there's women that are going, right, and then they're just kind of dragging their their boyfriend along, like kind of almost like being cucked yep. by a comedian. It was so funny. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> there were some guys who were into it as well. They were like, hell yeah. I, yeah, I like yeah. this comedy as well. But yeah, there are other yeah. guys who are just like, Fuck. All right. Meanwhile, the yeah, missus is it. like, <laughs> yeah, 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 just like, God damn yeah, it! It was like he's good looking and funny. This is a nightmare for me. That would be my worst nightmare. <laughs> I reckon I rather my if I was with my partner, I rather her like take me to a strip club with dudes who are yeah. jack because I'm like, yeah, but at least I'm funnier. Yeah. But now he's good looking and funnier. You're kind of fucked. Well, man, yeah, but then also I have that problem all the time because my my uh, wife helps run Carl's uh, comedy club basement. Yeah. Uh, on the door and all she does is come home and tell me how funny everyone else was <laughs> and better comedians you know what I mean she's like oh God Montgomery so funny and successful oh, oh Ray Alira is <laughs> so funny you know what I mean just like what the fuck yeah you know I mean? yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah just shut up alright Shut up. That's the only that's the only credit I have. Like, yeah, ninety percent of blokes out of there are better than looking than me, yeah. more useful or whatever the fuck it is. But I'm like, man, I'm funnier than ninety percent of the male population. I like to think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's my one thing I have going for me. But well, if that was taken away, I'm fucked. Well man, speaking of jack dudes, uh Oh yeah, you notice I've been working out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh hey, I've got those oh. I've got those weights at home. Yeah. Oh, they're your actual flatmates, Josh's. No, they're mine. Can you get? No, no, no. He's he's given me those handles. Oh, yeah. Can you get like ten kilo ones for those? Can you fit fit ten kilo ones? I mean, yeah, but the question is, can you lift it? <laughs> can I lift it, guys? This is a recording, and next time I'm going to put a basketball ring at the back there, and I was like, swish. Yes. Yeah. No, you can put whatever size you want, long as it fits the hole. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, it'll just bulge out to there a bit, which won't matter. Like, if you go to the... It's fine. You can put... Or you can put, like, five, five, fives. Ah, because I... I, uh, He does one one gig with Matt Rife, and now he wants to be the most jack comedian. Oh, no, man, this is actual... I I still... My shoulder's still fucked from when I smashed myself on the mountain bike, like, a year and a bit ago, and I've been seeing our physio, our guy. Which guy, from Mad? Yeah. The guy that's... a. Questionably a cunt to me every time I go there. What really? He winds me up. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. He, he like he full goes me. <laughs> Dom, Dom goes yeah. Dom? No, I got a different guy. Ah, which one do you go to? Yeah, I go. The same. I'm pretty sure Dom knows you. Right. Anyway, he got he got because 
he's fixing my shoulder. I've finally got time to rehabilitate my shoulder. Yeah. And I'm doing it right. And he's he's a funny guy. We're just talking stuff. And uh, he's one of those guys that just, I've been seeing him like four or five weeks. And then he goes, um, yeah, no, I had a pretty good weekend. He goes, um, I do clearance. Uh, I do underwater welding on Saturdays. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, un- underwater construction, like diving, like welding. So, yeah, what? I was a bit tired. I was like, what? So you're a physiotherapist. You run a successful business, like big offices, and then he does underwater welding Cause on that's, Saturdays. Because got, then you've got to be a commercial diver, yeah. and then you've got to have your welder's ticket. Well, that's it. The, 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 the thing gets – it gets bigger then. I go, oh, how would you get into that? And he goes, oh, I was a clearance diver in the Navy. Ah. For like seven years. And I'm like, man, I thought I had a pretty exciting life till I met you. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I know, man. Insane. I love when you meet someone who's like, oh, God, this is a real man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, maybe, it's, maybe it is Dom that I go see, but he always, maybe it's a different guy. I, I forgot. I haven't been there in like four years. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but every time I used to go there, he'd be like, God, you're getting fat. I'm like, yeah, mate, I know. But don't tell me when my shirt's off, brother. This is a moment of weakness. He's like, man, your body fat compared to your body size, it's too much as he's rolling me around. I'm like, yeah, dude, yes, yes, I get it. Um, guys, uh, make, uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, but speaking of jacked, mate, uh, went to Renegades Wrestling. You had to work. I took our, our correspondent along, Goxie. Goxie. Now, I still don't. So they contacted you and were like, "Here's some free tickets to this thing, this yeah. event." How was it? Was it sick? Man, it was so good. It was so good. Because I was like, I don't think I'd like it, but I remember going to uh, back in Perth. They had this thing called EPW Extreme Perth Wrestling. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. And we had to film it ages ago. And I was like, this is going to be lame. But those dudes are fucking athletes. Man, I I felt so sorry for them because here we just do stand up and we complain about the pay all the time and. All of that. Um, and we're just standing on stage. But these guys are like, you know when you see someone from the movies and they look jacked in the movies? Yeah. And then you see them in like just normal light and they're not jacked. There's no definition in their muscles. Yeah. These guys were like jacked in real life. Like fully, full monsters. Like you could see the definition. Yeah. Like and, they they're, like, and they're just doing flips and shit. And, and they've got to do... And it's like when you like movie jacked, you're like, yeah, they got a year to prep. Yeah, yeah. Those guys are going to be jacked all the time because they're wrestling every man, month. Well, man, it's so funny as well because they're doing it basically for free. And the, my mate told me that they're basically, a lot of them are IT consultants and shit. <laughs> Have you tried turning the computer on yeah, and off yeah, again? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They just do it online support. Then they're just doing flips and shit. Man, the characters are so good. They had this guy, Oppa. He was like the little Greek guy, right? He carried like a wooden spoon. They had the musketeer, like this guy who comes up with a feather in his hat and shit. It was sick, man. They had the Eshe. He had like a bum bag. I saw the guy with the bum bag. It was ruled, man. It was so good. But it depends on your attitude. I mean, I went in there with a full open mind. Like I had a couple of drinks and I was like yelling and shit and I really got into it. Yeah, it was good. Man, I actually saw some of this. I was like, fuck, I'm jealous. I wish I was fucking there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so weird though because I'm wondering – I mean, does anyone is anyone who listens to the podcast wrestle or whatever? Because uh, there was a couple of things like as an entertainer, I'm like, oh, this bit bombed. Uh, uh, like, you know, it was still good, but I'm like, I wonder if they look back on that and they go, because there were routines that were more exciting than the other ones. 
Yes. And I'm wondering if like, oh, that routine bombed. Let's, I, just, let's change it up next time. I let's watched that. Well, I watched that. Um, I mean, I'm not, I, I must've gone down a re- wrestling pigeonhole like a couple of weeks yeah. ago. And that, remember that guy that used to have that head? Yeah. That, what was his name? Oh, fuck. Fuck. He just used to carry around a head. Was that the Undertaker or nah, Mick Foley? Or? It was that. It was that generation. Yeah, yeah. and he's got a show on um, Netflix or some shit like that where he's coaching the next generation yeah. um, of wrestlers. But he's like, he's like the story narrative guy. I was like, it's like a film. Like how much work he puts in. He's like, so last time what happened was this, this, this. I need you. Then this happens, and then in three wrestles from time now we'll call back to that. So it's like a full. Man, it's like it's a full narrative. Like I know when we see it on the WWE or whatever the fuck it yeah. is, but you're like, there's so much work put into the storyline. Yeah. But it would be like comedy. It's like, fuck, that bit didn't work or they didn't remember the callback from last time. Yeah. So it's still a craft. And then you got to wrestle on top of that. Yeah, well, that's it. It was really cool trying to work it out because they'd put four guys on stage and it was really, really clever what they were doing because they'd have two guys fighting at once and then the other two could have a breather. You know what I mean? So they throw, they throw the other guy out of the ring and he just chills out. He's like, all right, I'm ready to go again. You know, so they they obviously, like, the preparation would be insane. I was just, I was mesmerised by it. I was loving it, loving it, man. And then at the end they had this, like, Royal Rumble where they just bring on more and more guys <laughs> just to beat the shit out of the other guys. And I don't know what's more fun because they usually, for, I, I watched wrestling for a brief time when I was, like, 17. Yeah, when Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, was, Triple I, H. Triple H. Yeah, he'd always piss you off. You'd be yeah. like, fuck Triple H, you fucking cunt. <laughs> oh, God, he's ruining it again. You know, you had Vince McMahon and all that Yeah, those guys. yeah, yeah. There was a, it was a time it was really popular and they had the wrestling on uh, Nintendo 64 and I used to love doing playing that and then I'd always be the Sting. Ah, oh, the Sting, yes, yeah. Yeah, and yes. hit cunts with chairs and bats. Like, I got a bat out of the audience and just fucking whop them. Oh, man, last night I was sick. There was this, like, real big guy and uh, he threw a chair at him and he caught the chair chair and then he kicked the chair and knocked him to the ground it was sick it was that's good, pretty good but man yeah renegades are wrestling <laughs> go and check it out i reckon to have a few drinks let's let's do you know get charged up and you have see it it's so fun man but yeah a lot of neck yeah. beards there a lot a lot of black shirts you know yeah, yeah, yeah a lot of blokes a lot of black shirts a lot of black sl- shirts holding sloppy reefs yeah, 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 sloppy yeah. so many yeah 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 man but it was it was sick fuck yeah um guys now if you're on the video podcast you may notice we are Kind of in our new studio. This is, uh, I still haven't cleaned or organized the shed yet. There's daylight coming in everywhere. But what do you think, Nick? We're, we're looking pretty good for a, you know, for a starting point. I reckon it looks great. It's so good. And man, you've gone out of your way as always to, to make, to put everything here, but I do love it how you just got coolant on display. <laughs> just like, yeah, we're ex- well, you got to keep it cool. I, I, the thing is, I was like, I was like, I was trying to find set pieces because I only did it this morning because yeah, I haven't yeah, had time yeah. to clean. I was like, fuck, it was in the middle on the floor. I was like, where do I put it? I was yeah. like, ah, that's going up. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. go, go crossbow, go dirt bike, go mountain bike. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also look after your radiator. It's, yeah, <laughs> man, you've always got to look after your radiator. It's very important. Uh, no, nah, it's fucking sweet, guys. But, yeah, we're in the new studio space. Uh, give us some time, and hopefully in the next week or two we'll be up and firing. And, uh, man, I'm pumped for it. And now, like, I went from losing up my house, mm. and now you've lost your house, and now you've got to move again. Yeah, i got to move again, man, yeah. But we found a good place, uh, yeah, a better place. You know, you just, uh, uh, you know my wife, she's very intelligent, yeah. very very smart, right all the time, which is frustrating. She's very, and I'm not saying that like in a 
ironic way. She is right a lot of the time because she's very smart. But sometimes she just bewilders me. Like, <laughs> she goes, I, she said, look, let's move to Preston. And I'm like, I, look, babe, if it's across Bell Street, I'm not going. Nah. You know, I'm not going. It's too far. It's too far. She's like, look, it's near the tram. It's fine. We drive out basically in the middle of the desert, right? <laughs> it's like 20 minutes. She said, it's only a 13 minutes walk from the tram. And the place was like a shithole and we're still paying 650. I was like, oh, babe, if this is all we're left with, I'm, I'm moving back to Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, I'm moving to Brisbane. <laughs> yeah. And then we got a call the next day. Yeah, there's a house a block away. They've accepted you. And I'm like, hell yeah, we got a garden. We got uh, a it, place. The it's so the funny because this, like, we're kind of like Brunswick and then we're probably like five, ten, probably ten minutes, more ten minutes back from kind of Brunswick. But if you go from Coburg past Bell Street to Coburg North, Coburg North is like, can be up to 15 to 20 minutes from our house. It's so, yeah. it, the, the suburbs are so massive. It's like, yeah. I, uh, someone said, oh, well, there's a house in Coburg North. I said, man, I'd rather move back to Perth. Yeah. It's the same distance. I may as well fly in. It'll be quicker. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, but, but, Nick, I haven't told you. We've got the Peace Teller Resistance. Oh. We've got an RSL close by. God That damn. is fucking good. Have that I told you about so this good. yet? Well, I saw photos of you at the RSL. So it's an R- It's called the Coburg RSL. Oh. So many people have hit me up about it. Go, man, I go there all the time. I'm a member or whatever. We go in there. I was like, because I love RSL as long yes. as I don't have pogey machines. No pogey machines. Oh. Instantly sign up, become a member. What? Because you get, you get $5 off a pint. Oh, my God. But it's not VB and Carlton. They've got eight different taps and they're all different craft beers. Oh, my God. We were, pa- we were paying $9 pints of craft beer last night. The guy did tell me to take my hat off, and I really wanted to tell him to fucking – then I remembered because it's an RSL, you're going to yeah, take your yeah, hat off. Yeah. And then they had, like, a boot scooting class there last night. Oh, my wife loves boot scooting. Man, boot scooting class, I was like, I'll give it a crack. You know, you got to try yeah, something yeah, new yeah. or whatever. And then they got a canteen. I was like, oh, here we go. They'll be charging fucking through the roof. It was like four bucks for a burger. This is insane. And then the guy's like, oh, also, if we don't have the kitchen open, he's like, man, there's restaurants across the road, there's Indian or whatever. Just go get that and bring it over. We don't care. Fuck. I was like, man, I am living the fucking dream. I'm like, man, close to a cheap beer source. Great app. It's got a massive beer garden as well, and you're helping out the diggers. Fuck. Fuck, Me getting drunks helping someone for once. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, we could have, well, yeah, I, I reckon I could have built St. Vincent de Paul out of all I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> That's your yeah. private wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, my man, God. Man, I'm reading um, uh, Andre Agassi's book at the moment. Like, I discovered audio books while I'm at work. Yes. And it's changed my fucking life. Man, I, 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 down, I download it and I listen to them as I go, as I go, like, go to work or whatever. Yeah, it's insane. And Andre Agassi, fuck, his dad was such a psycho. Really? Yeah, yeah. He um, <laughs> he worked at a casino, but he wanted. He's like, Andre, there's money in tennis. Good money in tennis. So he, they moved out to the desert in like Las Vegas, the only place they could buy a place where. And he built a tennis court with no building knowledge, like not one. <laughs> didn't know anything about pouring concrete or anything. Built them. He's like, uh, Agassi's like. He he willed it into existence. But anyway, his his dad was such a psycho that he was always prepared for battle. So he kept an axe handle in his car, and then he never left the house without pepper in his pockets, just in case he had to throw it in someone someone's eyes. I love the energy <laughs> of this guy. 
<laughs> he said when he was like eight years old, a truck driver beeped him. He got out, beat the shit out of the truck driver and just left him beside the road in the rain. The pepper's actually psychotic. It's psychotic, man. And just kind of like, I'm ready to go. Like, not even capsicum spray. I suppose I wouldn't have had it back then, but just something that you're ready to throw into someone's face. Dude, it's it's insane. I, I So I guess his it. dad made a tennis court and is like, you're a fucking tennis player now. Yeah, that's the it's the opening line of the book. Agassi's like, I hate tennis. Really? He's just always pushed into it. Never, it was never his choice. Never. Right, and that's why he was a bit of the bad boy of tennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he always he had no other way to rebel. He said they had this. Uh, his dad had a ball machine called the Dragon, and it was painted black, <laughs> and it would just shoot. He w- he would put it right at the net. And just shoot it right at him. Like, make him stand right in the box. And hit it back. <laughs> hit it back. <laughs> at like <laughs> six I, years old or whatever. It was called The Dragon. The Dragon. He sounds tormented. Man, it's it's crazy. It's a crazy book. I've, I, I, I fully recommend it. It's, Mike put me onto it. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I didn't know anything about tennis. And then I listened. I was like, fuck, this is wild. Like, it's not. You know when you listen to something, you're like, oh, this isn't a book about tennis. This is a book about about trauma. Yeah, this is about trauma. That happens to have a tennis ball in it. And it sucks, man, because he'll win like 20 times in a row, like more than any other player has, like just crazy. But then we'll have one loss at the final at Wimbledon. And he's like, what was it all for? Yeah. Yeah, Like you just kind of, you just got to keep winning forever to ever feel anything. To keep that fucking emotion going or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's insane. Insane. He um, and just crazy stories like how he bought a Humvee and then he just drove out in the desert and got it bogged, and then they had to like it was like seven, five or six hours or something like that till he had to fly to a match. So he went to some farmhouse, borrowed a shovel, and then fucking went to dig the Humvee out. But he hit rock, and it like smashed his wrist, and then had to play the game, won the game with the fucked wrist. See, I love shit like that because in your mind you go, tennis players, they're soft or whatever. But any elite athlete, they're all kind of the same. They're all psychos. He's psychos. And it doesn't matter if it's ping pong or it's dirt bike riding or it's fucking axe throwing or whatever. They all have that same mindset where they're like, yeah, I don't give a shit. We're, We're doing this. Boris Becker had this impossible serve to hit back. Really? Like it was impossible. And you could never tell which way... So he was just getting smashed. And then he realised when Becker would go to serve, he would poke his tongue in the direction he was going to serve, like the tip of his tongue. See, so if his tongue went right, he knew it was going right. It's those things it's that, that you pick up on. It's like when they go, oh, Shane Warne, he's also a really good poker player. It's like, no, no. So Shane Warne's one of the best spin bowlers or the best spin bowler ever. But he, of course, he's great at poker because poker involves figuring people out. Yeah. That's what he does. Yeah. He's great at bowling, but he's also great at figuring out who you are, who your weaknesses are. Like, he can look, you know what I mean? That he verse, That's what he does. That's what cricket is. Yeah, yeah. That's what's, that's what's crazy. Because um, I, I don't, I'm like, I've just got to hit the ball back yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're operating on it like, yeah, yeah, I can hit the ball back, but they're trying to figure out you and your weaknesses, you know? Yeah, man, exactly. Yeah, no, that's it. That's it. And uh, I think that's one of his strengths because he was like, he didn't get a slam for so long, Agassi. He was just disappointment after disappointment, just getting there and then fucking being disappointed. 
And then he um and so he could read people when they were fucking flailing. Yeah. It's because he'd been there. Right. Yeah. And yeah. how they'd react in that yeah, situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, it, it's it, incredible. It opens a book where he's like, he's 36, his body's fucked. Like, he can't move. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, you got to play. Like, you're probably your last game, right? And he just plays this young guy. They have like an all-out battle for like, you know, hours, hours on end. And then... They go into the locker rooms. He wins. The The player lies down next to him and then just yells at everybody to get out. And they're watching the highlights on the TV. Agassi can't move. And he said they just held hands and looked at each other going, yeah, we made that. Yeah, right. <laughs> like it's insane. Man, like, that's, that's one crazy. thing I forget how much I enjoy about tennis because it's been on the fucking – on the background and whatever and it was on the, the RSL. It was like when you see someone – coming from like they're down yeah like two games and they're still battling on the third you're like most people will be like oh fuck i'll just well i've lost two games or whatever i may as well give up the third and just fucking go home or whatever yeah, they're like yeah. nah like they'll just keep going for fight. like that's a different mindset that's a that's fucking a different and mindset. to get out of that like i'm losing i suck or whatever the fuck like most people are just be like fuck this i'm done yeah, yeah and like nah i've got faith in myself if i can just keep chipping away you know yeah, it's crazy, man. It's 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 it's, it's insane. It's insane. Uh, you you and uh, Nighty and Goldstein really helped me. I think have uh, understand uh, competition more. Right. You know what I mean? Like I didn't understand it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I think I'm a little bit competitive. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, I'm super competitive. <laughs> and it really helped me, man, because I realized that, like, you've got to have a little bit of fire in you yeah. to get something done. Yes. You know, to make you better. I, I've actually figured out a new way of turning competition against myself yeah, to right. make me better. Because yeah. I'm trying to, this year, I'm trying to fucking work on, um, bit, like, work on, like, because I'm like, I want to get fit, but then I don't do anything about it. Like, I, I see the goal at the end, but I don't do anything small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I listen to this audio book. It's called um, Atomic Habits. Oh, yeah. I heard that's great. Man, it's insane. It's one of the best things. It's like, it's like falling in love with the, it's like, oh, you want to, um, you want to become, all right, you want to be jacked. You're like, all right, well, what do you need to do to become jacked? It's like, oh, I've got to go to the gym. Okay, I'll go to the gym. But then you don't go to the gym. So you've got to think about, you've got to break everything down into a small thing. So how do I do that each day to become, you don't think about the big goal. You think about the process of becoming, so you go, all right, well, what, what, would, it, what would someone who jacked do on a daily basis? So like, right, well, you'd go to the gym. You would eat well. You'd have a protein shake. Um, you would. You wouldn't drink alcohol. So you break down all these smaller steps, and then that's the goal. It's yeah. not the big goal at the end. It's doing the small little daily uh, things. Yeah. It's like at the the small one percenters make the big percent. Because on this atomic habits, they were they um we got we, now we're going to talking about cycling. They're talking about the the English had never won a Tour de France. Yeah. Ever. They were always the worst team. In fact, they would never, some bike companies would never give their bike to the English team because they were so bad. They didn't want them on specialized or whatever because it would be embarrassing. So they got this coach in, and um, I don't know where he's from, fucking Scandinavia or some shit, this crazy yeah. dude. And he, and he goes to the team. It's all about one percenters. Yeah. Right. Every little micro thing. So down to what mattress are you guys sleeping on at night? Which mattress do you prefer? This one. Okay, well, then you only have that mattress. And then he's like, all right, well, recovery gels. All right, so there's 100 out in the market. Let's test them all. Which one's better for, for us? 
all right, we found the correct. So it's oh, all wow. the micro little, okay, what temperature is best for you to get the maximum amount of sleep? So he would, even to the color of the internal color of the bus, what is that best for, for them to be positive or whatever? So he goes, I, you guys are already the fittest cunts in the world. And we've got you this training thing, but how can I physically fix every little one percenter around you God. to make everything as optimal as possible? And I was like, this doesn't make sense. And then they they could just land into this process, and four years later, they were the best cycling team in the world. God, man! It was like all this thing about the one percenters. It's like falling in love with the process, not the result, because yeah. you can control that. But sometimes your optimum might only be. 10 out of, you know, the top yeah, 10 yeah, tennis yeah, players yeah, in the world, yeah. but you've reached your peak yeah. because you've done everything possible. Yeah. So now every day I've got this spreadsheet and this is where I come back to competitive. It's like, all right, got to get up before 8.30. I tick a box. I stretch because yeah. my back's fucked. I've got to stretch every day to make it better. All right, I tick that. Yeah. All right, I've gone to the gym. I tick that. So then each day it measures out like, all right, I've hit 60%. I'm like, and I'm competitive. So the next day I'm like, all right, well, if I do everything I did yesterday and then I don't drink booze, I get to 65%. Yeah, yeah, great. So I've just tried to figure out this new thing to be competitive with myself. Yeah, that's awesome, So I awesome, myself man. each week now. Yeah, I think so, yeah, because I want to uh, – like, that's really cool, man. I, I really um, – because I, uh, Alessio Carducci was telling me about this app that he got called Streak. Oh, yeah. Where you go on a streak. And it's like – it's exactly like that where you just – so you go, oh, yeah, today I didn't drink booze. Yeah. And then you go, oh, fuck. Streak, five, I'm on a five-day streak. Yeah. You know, it's like some app or something like that. Yeah. And I was thinking about doing that, but, man, yeah, fucking spreadsheet. Yeah, because, oh, man, we've got we've to gotta make sure that we're healthy the next month. Yes. When we go to Adelaide, we're the fucked. wheels are going to fall off. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing is, like, it's like if you have all these great weeks and then you have a fucked day, then the next day to beat it, it's fucking easy. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and then the, the other thing is like, man, you can still get fucked up, which I did on the cruise ship. So I'm not ticking the booze bus, but I'm like, the next day is fucked for you because you you got to get up before 8.30 still. You yeah. still got to go to the gym. Oh, you wow. still got to, you, you know what I mean? You've still yeah. got to go again. So it's like, you go, maybe I'll go to bed before 11 tonight. You know, it yeah. makes your next day better. Oh man, that's so cool. And because you're like, I've got to get up before 8.30. That's my new rule. Yeah, because uh, what Dilrock told me that he read it at Atomic Habits. Yeah. And he said that he didn't want to go to the gym, and but he loves Eminem, and Eminem bought out a new album. Yeah. He's like, the only way I can listen to the new album is if I go, go to the, the gym. gym and just listen to it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm here. I might as well do some weights. Yeah. And then just, yeah. Doing like that. Well, I even did the one I was like, I always forget to stretch. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you're in the shower. Yeah. Right. You got to stretch. So I t- I'm like, and yeah, I. Ha- you do no. You, you do enough stretching in the shower. Oh yeah, yeah my dick. Yes. But I got to do it, and then so I turn the cold water on, oh. and it sucks. But I, if I, I got, then I've got to do my stretching cycle. So it's like you, you've got to figure out ways to like or, or capitalize on the each moment or whatever the fuck it is. But I'm like, but I, I, I normally turn the cold water off quickly because I hate it. Yeah. But I'm like, no, nah, you've got to get through these five stretches before you can turn the cold water off. Oh, dude, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Far you, out, man. That's, that, yeah. It sounds psychotic, but I'm like, I've been doing it. I mean, I've been rattled because I'm moving houses or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had this crazy week where I was like, I hit 80% of my targets. Oh, that's so And good, then man. I just lost a kilo without even thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you just do it because of whatever. Anyway, yeah. we've been crapping on too long. I've got to go back. I've got to do another podcast. Yeah. Uh, but guys, just remember on the 17th of February, we've got a new, uh, we've got a, a, a wrong way around coming out. Um, so excited. So excited. It's going to be awesome. And we, we're go doing episode there. one, two. We've still got to figure out. What, we got to do something crazy like a stunt. Man, we try to hear like one of our riders maybe do a backflip or jump us or something. But if you can do anything extreme like flamethrowing or something, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Let us know. We need something that's going to go off for this event. Yes, yes. yes. It's uh, going to be awesome. I'm so looking forward to it. it you know, we've done uh, – I did the logo. Benny asked for the – even just when Benny asked for stuff. Yeah. The editor, he's like, oh, man, can I get this? I'm like, fuck, we got some cool shit coming. Yeah. yeah the, the and then we've got one more sick. final day where we're in the editing suite on Tuesday and we Ooh, should be kind of there. Oh, yeah. But episode one and two is pretty much done. Um, and it, well, it has to be because we've you can buy tickets. So buy yeah. tickets, guys. Um, if you haven't already, if you we will be live streaming it. We've still got to figure it out. How to do that? Yes, yes. Um, and then uh, if you've bought, uh, helped us on the possible campaign or whatever the fuck it was, the GoFundMe, you were already got an email with a free ticket link and stuff like that. So make sure you click on that. And if you haven't, I think the tickets are like twelve or fifteen bucks to so get around us. There's going to be Bring beers a couple flowing. Of mates, we've all got mates that are into motorbikes. Yeah, uh, or, or even mates that are just into a, like a cool trip, like a cool, you know, yeah. a cool thing. Come or on. even mates who just want to sink piss at Bodriggity. Mate, just come. Watch it. If they don't like it, it only it's only what twenty minutes an episode. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Also, if they don't like it, defriend them afterwards. But get the money first. First, yeah, help get us the out. Fucking money first. Yeah, I mean, look. Do you think a studio pays for itself? Oh, yeah. Someone just fired up a motorbike. No, it's, oh, a, no. it's a wheelie bin. It's a wheelie bin. <laughs> I've had no sleep last the last three days. I'm fucked. Uh, but, guys, anyway, uh, until next time, make sure you do all that. If you're not already on the Patreon, please get around the Patreon. Um, uh, your support has just got us a fucking motorbike trailer, which is uh, going to be amazing. We yes. haven't bought it yet, but, um, like, shit like that, it only goes back to the podcast I mean, and keeping this place going. So, guys, until next time, keep it flat. Shtick. <laughs> 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 <laughs>